This is Pete Chinnick, head coach at Towson University. This is Scotty Walden, head football coach at Austin Peay State University. Lauren Johnson, head football coach, Hollis Springs High School, Hollis Springs, Virginia. You're listening to the Coaching Coordinator Podcast. Just like you install your offense and go back and refresh it, we install our culture and then we go back and refresh it. So from an offense, defense, special teams standpoint, as well as a culture, you know, we never stop installing it and we never stop talking about it. And so it's a constant reminder of who we are, how we do things, and what the standard is. On today's episode, we put the focus on things we can do as coaches to ensure a positive start to the season especially in terms of staying aligned with the culture which we've worked on all year long and through camp. Going back and revisiting those things early in the season or before week one kickoff puts the focus back on what has brought us to this point and reinforces the beliefs and behaviors that will take us through the long season. It's also an opportunity to build football IQ through dress rehearsals and to get the pulse of the team through establishing open lines of communication so that when issues arise, there's a trust to work together to solve problems. Doing these things puts your team on solid footing as the adversity that hits every team in some way is about to hit as it always does when the ball is kicked off. What you see on tape is a direct reflection of what you teach and how you teach. Video is important, but if you don't teach well, you're not going to like what you see on your video. First Down Playbook has been helping coaches teach better for 13 years. It allows you to present installs, playbooks, and practice cards in half the time with NFL quality. Coaching tools like video pairing, a player app, practice schedules, and wristband sheets have made First Down Playbook a program management system with everything in one place. If you're in a position of leadership with your football program, receive a free one-week look at First Down Playbook. Call them at 512 512- 814-6158 or visit them on their website or social media. Mention Coach and Coordinator Podcast or use the coupon code COACH24 to receive a $100 discount off the normal $700 First Down Playbook team membership price. Links and the phone number are in the show notes. First up is 2019 D2 National Champion Head Coach Pete Shinnick. Coach Shinnick is 159-67. and 67. That's a 704 winning percentage, all-time as a college coach, spanning 20 seasons with stops at West Florida, UNC Pembroke, and Azusa Pacific. He's earned the D2 National Coach of the Year Award twice and recently became Towson's fifth head coach in their history. He talks about the beginning of a season being a time to review their culture with the team just like they do at the beginning of any phase of the year. It anchors the team in the culture they need to accomplish what they set out to do. We stick to our standard. This is who we are. This is what we're going to do. This is how we're going to do it. And then we spend a lot of time just reemphasizing what that is. And so, you know, just like you install your offense and go back and refresh it, we install our culture and then we go back and refresh it. And so from an offense, defense, special teams standpoint, as well as a culture you know, we never stop installing it and we never stop talking about it. And so it's a constant reminder of who we are, how we do things and what the standard is. So we're going to make sure our guys grasp it. We're going to make sure our guys understand the why behind it. 
and then we're going to give them the opportunity to flourish in that. And so it's been a good process so far and what we're doing and how we're doing it. When you're doing something like that, especially being a new program, sure new guys on your staff, uh, how much of that has to be really coached to your coaches in doing it the first time? Yeah, we spend a lot of time in the off season, a lot of time in the summer, a lot of time in, in spring, just who we are, how we do things and how we handle situations. And been blessed to be a head coach for, for a long enough time to be able to go through a lot of scenarios as to what this can look like and how we can do it. So, you know, seen a few things, been around a few things. And so just talk again, I think, to the why of uh, what's taken place. And, you know, this is, this is how we're going to approach it, but here's, here's the why behind why we're doing what we're doing. As coaches, we know that some of the biggest hurdles to our team's success can come from off the field. Your team needs support to tackle the endless list of expenses, uniforms, training equipment, travel, and more. But raising that money can feel like a full-time job. Thankfully, there's Vertical Raise. Vertical Raise is the premier online fundraising platform using innovative technology to create the easiest and most efficient system available. Raise more money in less time with a local fundraising coach who works with your team every step of the way to customize the ideal fundraiser. With options for online donations, digital discount cards, premium product sales, and even spirit shops, Vertical Raise has top-of-the-line solutions for every fundraising style. To find out more, visit verticalraise.com and we'll get you connected with an exclusive offer on your first fundraiser. Next up is head coach at Austin P. Scotty Walden. Coach Walden also believes in revisiting all the cultural beliefs and behaviors before they kick it off for the first time. Also, he explains the dress rehearsal they create so that everyone in their program, coaches, players, and support staff know exactly what they should do and where they should be on game day. It also builds some football IQ. Yeah, I would say going back and revisiting the goals and the standards that you establish during fall camp, we revisit those. And so we'll have a team meeting where, you know, we talk about kind of revisit all five phases of our program, which span all the way from winter conditioning to boot camp to spring ball to the summer. And now we're in the season and kind of just wrapping up where we've been and where we're going. I like in fall camp to be able to lay out the vision and lay out the culture and the expectations of where our program is and where we're going. And then as we approach that first week of the season, we will revisit that and reiterate that. And that's through different mediums, you know, through video. Now that you have ammo, using different cut-ups to reinforce this is what we're trying to achieve here. This is what the focus is for us going into the season. This is a great example of it here in our red zone period or whatever that period was. And then, you know, we do something that I think really sets the tone from a football IQ standpoint. We do two scrimmages during fall camp. Our third one is this one. It's the week before game week. And it's not really a scrimmage. We have full pads, but there's no full live tackle, but it's a mock game. And that is where we will literally script out every instance in the game of football. We put our guys in those scenarios before they're ever in those scenarios. We do it all the way from the pregame meal, everything. Like we actually, we, we will kick that day off. So whatever time our first game is, we will go through what we would normally do at the hotel and we will go through that whole experience. And then the kickoff is ex- for that mock game is, is exactly what time the kickoff is going to be 
a week from that day. And we will go through every scenario, red zone, third downs, taking a safety. An, an instance will come up where we have to take a safety. Sudden change moments. Their punt return of muffing a punt. Uh, penalties. You know, everything is scripted. You know, that's kind of the unique thing about it. It's almost like plays out like a movie almost. But it takes our players through every scenario. Now, they don't know when it's coming. And I think it just really sets the tone and gets those guys alerted to all the scenarios they're going to face throughout the game of football and that they could potentially face uh, week one. So that's a big thing we do from a football IQ standpoint. Now with that, are you also ripping things like the halftime and how that's going to work both on the road, whatever it might be? Are you also working sideline adjustments and where guys go to after they come off the field, you know, all the other things that come up for the first time in week one? That's exactly right, Keith. We won't actually go in for halftime. But we will, during the halftime moment, I will talk to the team and tell them, hey, this is what we would do, how that procedure would go. And then on the sideline, yes, this is where you sit from game one to game whenever. This is where the O-line goes, this is where the offense goes, the defense goes. Here's the bunker for uh, defense, for special teams. And then we obviously get time now to bring the offense over, the defense over, and make adjustments. You know, I know that we're not playing anybody, but we – you know, get on the whiteboard and show, you know, show them some adjustments we'll make, things like that. And then you're also repping what you're anticipating running against that first opponent. So you're stealing reps at the early stages of the game plan for that opponent as well. With that, usually your support staff's always with you at practice anyway, so they get some reps at it too. But I, I see this as something highly beneficial at the high school level where most high schools, you might, you might get a half, we could practice it, but you don't get that full game day. Here's how we do things. And with yeah. that, you know, especially your support staff who maybe hasn't done that before with you or hasn't done with this group of guys as far as, like, you're injured, here's where you're going, here's the procedure, here's how we're going to communicate between the coaches. I mean, it, it's an opportunity really to, to work out all these things so you don't have chaos on under the lights week one. Exactly, and, and I always tell our guys – I always tell the GAQCs before we do this, this is the GA quality control Super Bowl. <laughs> you have to be, and support staff Super Bowl, because you have to be the most organized with it because we're literally dividing our team into two teams. So we, literally, we will put the other team on the opposite sideline in a jersey. If we have the color that matches what they would wear, we would do that. Budget constraints, stuff like that. We don't have that luxury, but we will put them in a, jersey different than the jersey that's going to be what we are wearing on our sideline and so all of our full-time coaches are on our sideline working that and our g's and qc's and our support staff are the other team's coaching staff and so they are literally on the sideline on their own organizing but and it's also selfishly for me it's also a great evaluation as a head coach to okay who can control a sideline as a young coach and who can control a position group as a young coach who can lead a group college football players as a young coach and that always is something I'm evaluating as you look to promote from within in your program and so invaluable it's chaos it is very stressful mentally more than it is probably physically especially you know for the support staff and the QCGA but it is something that is very conducive to the game and it, it leads uh, to elite preparation for us. I've always been interested in the use of technology to make our jobs more effective so I'm excited to continue sharing modern football technology with you here on the podcast. This innovative system leverages tendencies to improve self-scouting, game planning, and in-game decision-making at the speed of the game. 
Modern football stands out because it's a battle-tested platform used by teams at all levels, like four-time national champion Bishop Gorman, the five-time California state champion Folsom Bulldogs, six-time Texas state champion Lake Travis, Cal football, and the CFL's Grey Cup champions, the Montreal Alouettes. So book a demo today to see why these teams trust modern football technology. Visit www.teammofo.com slash demo and mention Coach and Coordinator Podcast or use the coupon code CC10 to receive 10% off your first year. We finish up with five-time state champion head coach from Highland Springs High School in Virginia, Lauren Johnson. Coach Johnson explains the importance of sitting down with the leaders of the team to have open discussion outside of the football setting and how they also then bring the whole team together to discuss how they need to do things and communicate throughout the season. Strong communication is at the core of a strong culture and team, so it's worth the time to do this before the rhythm of the season hits. My top tip, Keith, is is simply just getting together with the guys that are considered to be leaders. They may not necessarily be leaders. They may not be vocal. They may not be the best players, but our guys look up to them, and and we just do something really, really simple, but I think it's effective for us and our program. We bring those guys in before we select captains or anything of that nature, and we just kind of sit down with them and eat pancakes and talk to them about how the season can be and how they have to develop throughout, you know, the the summer weeks to kind of get guys moving in the right place and in the right direction. They may not be selected as a team captain for whatever the reason is, but those guys are leaders. They can be leaders, and they function as leaders no matter what the situation is. Then we bring all of the seniors in, and we do just a senior picnic, you know, with senior cookout, whatever you want to call it. And doing that senior cookout, man, we just talk to them and explain to them or remind them that, hey, Coach Johnson is a coach. I'm, I'm a human being. You know, I'm, I may yell because I expect certain things of you, but it's not because I don't like you. It's actually because I truly do love you and love what you bring to the program. But my expectations are really, really high. So we do that two kind of separate entities, but we just kind of lay down the foundation of what we're looking for, what we expect from them as seniors, what we expect from them as leaders, regardless if they walk out for the coin toss or not. You know, they're guys that got to be leaders in the locker room when guys go out to the coin toss. They're guys that got to be leaders on the sideline when the offense is on the field and vice versa for the defense. So we try to explain all of those things and give them a sense of what our expectations are as football coaches. And then that puts them in position to be able to understand and what we want from them and how we want them to act when it comes to being in the building, when it comes to being on the field, and when it comes to them being in the locker room. And I think that helps us out tremendously in terms of just being successful when we are in those types of situations where things could possibly happen or possibly go wrong. So that group of leaders you identify that come in and have pancakes with you guys and sit down and talk about where the season's going, how are they selected as, as that group who you feel maybe they'll be the captains, maybe not, but they're definitely the leaders on the team? You know, it's not necessarily trial and error. That's probably not the greatest term for it, but I think it's just from being observant and spending time with those guys and, and, and watching how others respond to them and how they respond to other kids uh, throughout the entire school year. And, you know, sometimes leaders are, are selected by guys who make the best plays, but, but they don't necessarily have the, the, the greatest leadership skills. So 
what we do is I take those guys who may be great football players and explain to them this is what I need from them, and we have great conversation. And the conversations range from everything of, of making them aware of what's going on with others in the program that people may just kind of put to the side. We kind of put them in a position to kind of share things that are going on in their personal lives, the four or five guys that may be sitting around, and just kind of how people don't pay attention to how that's going and how it could affect the team, you know, their grades, their recruiting process, guys being offered, guys not being offered. Try to talk about the issues that come up with high school athletics right now and then try to eliminate those things or bring some understanding so they can kind of disseminate that information to the masses and then we kind of move from there. Thank you for listening to the season episodes on Coach and Coordinator. We'll continue to bring you a multitude of ideas throughout the season, hopefully something that either validates what you're doing or sparks an idea to help you solve a problem. You can see the entire catalog of our in-season episodes on coachingcoordinator.com and also sign up for our weekly tip sheet, which brings together the best of those ideas. Follow us on Twitter at Coach K. Probowski.